Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show podcast. All right, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. It's a Wednesday here. Just uh, kind of hanging on. Bird's fighting his way through it after Suits had the funk last week. Uh, Melody already sent an email. She said, you need to tell uh, Jaybird he needs to try drinking some whiskey with honey, take some vitamin C, sodium absorbate, and oil of oregano. Eat some soup, drink plenty of water and coconut water, and get extra rest. Stay away from sugar and dairy. And also for the mindset, don't say that you're sick. Say that your body is fighting off a virus. And it is healing. Think positive, well thought. You will feel better fast. I honestly, to be quite honest, I didn't want to bring it up on the air, but y'all did. <laughs> so <laughs> you look sick. I, I think people could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, it's out there. It is. Yeah, people are giving me. <laughs> I'm getting stank eye in the hallway. Well, it's also out there too. Like a lot of people that I know are sick that don't work here. Like, there, it's just funk is everywhere right now. Mm. So be careful. Get your sleep and take your vitamins. Do you have a plan, Virginia? What, what is your strategy if you start feeling something coming on? What do you do? Sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, get, I'll dose myself with NyQuil so that I sleep, like, extra oh, okay. right. if I feel it coming on. But Gotcha. I mean, I, I really just try to stay on a sleep schedule and don't get run down and don't get pushed to the limit because that's when I get sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's other people who just want to make you feel bad for being sick. So it's just it's a it's a weird it's a weird place well, to be in. You shouldn't feel bad for being sick. It's not uh, your fault. I, oh, that's work. That's unless exa- you were making out with people at the fair. We didn't see. I was not, I was with you the whole time. <laughs> Believe me. I was making out with that goat. (laughs) Yeah, there is a funk going around. So whatever it might be, flu or COVID or Or both or coup. (laughs) Flovid. Flovid. I like Flovid. Flovid. You feel bad if you don't come in. I saw Sutra has gone last week and that turned it just it turns to shit when one of us isn't here. And I know back to back weeks would be tough. And it's only the second week into the year. I keep be missing old fucking shows. 
Yeah, I, I hear you, but, you know, got to take care of your body first and, you know. Well, then send me home, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Uh, we did uh, get some comments about your bulk stores. Heard that uh, Costco is cracking down on people sharing memberships. Now, what if I take Panda's card? We have the same last name. Are they going to shake me down like I'm a criminal? No, because you guys are in the same household. You're allowed to yeah. share it with one one person. Mm-hmm. It's like a Netflix thing. You guys are a couple. You get to share it. Didn't you hear Kevin tell you that? Well, I thought he said that you can have an extra card for somebody in the household. I don't have an extra card. Mm-hmm. All I would have is his card with his face on. It. Yeah, you're allowed that. If you went, it sounds like you could request that. It'd be part of it. saying, I want my wife to have a card, and you would get one. You get a you can get a card. Your husband clearly just doesn't want you to have one. <laughs> no, he wants me to go. He really does. I hear, yeah, so you can you can do that, and that's how. If they do crack down, and you do have Costco, that might be a good thing to do, so you don't have hassles if you go in. Because you could, you could be legitimately entitled to those benefits and the access, and you may not get it. So it's kind of a little note to people out there, if you do the Costco stuff, either legally or illegally, beware. But you are going to have to get your own card. You just can't roll up there. Panda's my husband. Right. Like, well, what are you talking about? I got to go stand in the effing line well, you, where they take your picture. That line does, it's not, does not move quick. But you got access, though, baby. You got, you got Costco privilege. <sighs> now it's a 45-minute line. All right, then you don't fucking go to Costco. I like to go and use somebody else's card and fly under the radar. That's what I'm about. You complain yeah. in bulk. Yes. I do. I want this to be easy. I want to thief it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Vicky kind of broke it down. She said to let you know the Sam's Club, that's a brand of Walmart. That'd be Sam Walton, I believe, who started the whole thing. It's oh, named after him. Yes. So it's lower end. Costco has much nicer things and a better prepared food section. Okay, now we're talking. Food that you would take home and reheat, put in the oven. Yeah, Costco had this thing, and I don't know if they still make it. They were these like turkey wraps, and they had strawberry cream cheese. Pinwheels? Like, pinwheels. Yeah, pinwheels and, are on point. But it's it's a sweet strawberry cream cheese that they use, but it works with the tomato and the, and the lettuce and... If you know, you know. And they are a very good party item. Oh. Okay. Sweet pinwheel. I like it. From Costco. But you got to get the ones with the strawberry cream cheese in there. Knock your dick in the dirt. Uh, Vicky said people actually wear their clothes and they have decent brands. Costco is known as nicer. It goes Costco, BJ's, and then Sam. She said, I have Costco and BJ's, and Costco is much nicer, and all the memberships are not expensive, around $60 a year. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff said if you do the VIP membership, it's 120 a year, but you get a percentage of money back if you get a year. Said, I got a $280 check last year, just the wife and I don't have any kids. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a fat check to get back. Okay. That yeah, doesn't sound like a bad deal. Well, if you get 280 back and the membership's 120 uh, that's called winning. Right. It's not bad. And uh, Cheryl, I think, missed the part of the conversation we had. She said, why does Costco think that they should raise their prices due to people sharing their card? It's because they offset a lot of the costs with the membership fees. And if uh, people are buying at the lower prices, they're losing money in a sense when they're selling you those items for that price. But they make it up in the membership. So... If it's spreading out, more people are illegally using memberships, then they're actually losing money. And eventually they're like, wait a minute, so we got to raise the prices. So, Interesting. Yeah, it affects the legitimate people. So that's 
the answer on that. So, uh, yeah, so that was her question on that. I know a girl that bought jewelry at Costco, and she swears by it. Yeah. She said they have good stuff. Why not? Is Kirkland, is that... uh, That's Costco, Costco. yeah. Yeah, I got a buddy that... That's it. He does the Kirkland beer instead of the Coors Light. He does the Kirkland vodkas and yeah. all that. And he said it's really good stuff. And I think I've had it before because uh, when we go to Columbus for Buckeye games, he goes right to Costco, loads up in bulk for his room. And, you know, and I, I think I've had all that. And yeah, it seemed fine to me. Don't hmm. have any problem with it. So I just am never in those situations where I need bulk items. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a dude that's got the, he's got the community hotel room. For everybody, it's tailgating for the game. You got to so, buy in bulk if you're that guy, right? Yeah, I'm not that guy, so I get why he's doing it. I don't get why I do it. Uh, we were asking too about the ten year old that was bitten by a shark over on Paradise Island of the Bahamas at a resort. There, what kind of shark encounter was he on? One person texted in. They said, my son and husband did the shark tank encounter at Atlantis when my son was around the same age as that kid in the news. They got in a tank with sharks. She said, uh, yeah, you, you are completely submerged in the water in a tank with a ton of sharks. <laughs> what could go wrong? No protection, just a bathing suit and a special helmet they put on you to get air from the surface. I don't know how this hasn't happened before now. They also make you wear <laughs> roast beef socks. <laughs> Here, put on these uh, shrimp goggles. What? <laughs> put on this ham coat. <laughs> what? It's a tank and it's sharks in it and you just get in the tank. That's what she's saying in Atlantis. Oh, I don't think I would get in that. That just seems pretty insane. It's like, well, if you don't want to do that, over here we have a pit of cobras. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I think we're good. Uh, and over here we have a uh, slippers made of uh, ca- um, spiders. Spider slippers. Yes. <laughs> Here's our uh, broken glass slide for the kids. And then we end the night with uh, cannibal cocktails. Cannibals sitting with you around the campfire. Cannibal happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is a dangerous ass vacation. Yeah, gotta be pretty hardcore, I guess. <laughs> How bad do you need an adrenaline rush if you sign up for any of this? You gotta wonder, yeah. What the, what is going on with this? So, so does he see that when someone gets really over the top sober, what they were, you know, really doing some? They were they were party and they had a party life. They go the other way. They're stone cold sober, but everything in their life is just as dangerous as drugs. Yeah, they, they go extreme. Stevo, Stevo, yes. <laughs> it seems to like the Bahamas is a little bit more unhinged. There's less rules and regulations, and I don't know if you can't sue in the Bahamas. But you would think that is a massive lawsuit waiting to happen. You've got a ten year old that's in stable condition after being bit by a shark when they chucked him in a tank with them all swinging or swimming around him what was the safety protocol Did, are we just all like having like an agreement that the sharks are going to be cool the, the, the <laughs> agreement was if the sharks swimming towards you move really quickly <laughs> it's just crazy i had a uh, one of those kind of like little business lunches yesterday we had a guy in from corporate and a big part of the conversation was just talking about insurance today Ugh. and how crazy everything is and florida 
just has so many attorneys that are just running around and chasing it and making so much money. And it, it doesn't take anything. You know, uh, Randy was at the uh, lunch and her husband, his brakes had failed and he just tapped the back end of somebody else's car and they got 55k from their insurance 55,000 no, no damage to either vehicle they're like oh my neck 55k just like that and so of course insurance rates go up all these kind of things happen but that's kind of the litigious society that Florida is that's what shut down our live show that we were supposed to be doing this weekend well, was I, yeah. insurance issues. How, how did how did that go? Was it very a bleak conversation? Or was there any kind of promising silver lining? It was just kind of the reason why the live show uh, wasn't able to go off, and they prefer two million dollars in blanket coverage they only had a million dollars and then to pay for i guess the gap insurance was likely going to cost more than what we thought we were going to retain in revenue part of the issue is whenever you interject alcohol to an event it becomes more expensive because people become a little bit more careless and uh, the improv has a two drink minimum so you must have at least two drinks that's part of their policies. <laughs> and they must be strong. Yes. I think so, it says that. You know, that's kind of how they make some of their money. And so that was part of the challenge. Now, there are things they can do. They just need a little bit more time to do it and may need to string together a few more events to make that policy worth purchasing. So that was kind of it. It was a little bit of that and a little bit of we need a little bit more time to kind of run this through the whole thing because you got to have all these conversations. You know, we have a very large legal department at the corporate level and they run through all these things and them dealing with Florida is different. And that's got to be tough because they do own in so many different states, but you got to know the individual laws and what the temperature is of the litigious water in a certain state in Florida is hot, hot. It is heaven if you are a sue-happy legal yep. person. So is it looking like it's going to be a struggle for us to do events this year? I think we're going to be able to do it. In fact, it, it sound, I walked away with optimism about possibly May. That would be the 25-year anniversary of KBJ. And so I hang new hopes on that. And they are working now to try to hopefully get that set up so we could do a live show for our 25-year anniversary. We're going to do one. It's just going to be at Kevin's house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. On your homeowner's insurance yeah, policy. Yeah, right. Uh, I do not have enough coverage. <laughs> Trust me. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
So, yeah, so we're working through all that. But, you know, things keep changing. There's just one thing after another that happens. It really started way back in the day. If you guys remember, there was a band called Great White, and they did a show, and they had pyrotechnics, and the pyrotechnics caught some of the backdropping on fire, and there was a massive fire, and several people died. And I was talking to Randy, and she worked for a different radio company, and she said it was our DJ that introduced the band, and he died in the fire. Oh. And the company lost $25 million in that lawsuit, and all they did was give away five pairs of tickets to the concert. So, you know, that kind of started it. And then you've had the mass shootings that have happened. Think about the mass shooting at the concert in Vegas, the guy outside the window. That's a concert event. How many people lost their lives in that guy shooting from that hotel room? Then you had the Travis Scott in Houston where people were trampled to death. That started raising rates. So all these events, when something like that happens, now all of a sudden insurance rates continue to go up. So when people ask me, just say we're probably not going to be able to do any kind of event whatsoever till at least May then. I think May's probably it, yeah. I mean, we you know, don't necessarily have too many things scheduled before then. We're going to do some KBJ Volunteer Army cleanup stuff, and so that would be different because you're not talking about we're not going to have a two-drink minimum for that. So, <laughs> At least not in your group, but in mine, we will. Right, exactly. But you're not <laughs> endorsing it. Up. We're not handing it out. We're not uh, requiring it. <laughs> we show up hammered with a tumbler. Yes, to work you, right by the highway. You don't know what's in this tumbler. <laughs> So that will be a little bit different. So maybe we can pull off, you know, a couple of those. I think that's a different uh, need. But, yeah, as far as a live show, that's that's probably what we're looking at. So, And, you know, as we do them more frequently, then we'll start to learn the ins and outs. So it was a new venue for us as well. You know, so we'll have to understand the insurance needs for each venue. Each venue has their own coverage. Same thing with, even with the cocktails and karaoke kind of. It would be the same exact thing there. Yeah, and like I said, the the laws have changed, um, requirements have changed from companies, and it's about the it's about where the laws are at the moment. Let's just pray that there's no more things where somebody loses an ass ton of money in an event where they get sued. Um, we have to figure out what the venue's insurance coverage is, and then see how that matches with our corporate expectations. So yeah, I'd love to start getting into that and, and squeezing these out, but yeah, they're they're working on it. And we're just working in advance. I'd love to get back to cocktails and karaoke, but they would probably say just the fact that the first word in the name of your event is cocktails, that's going to cost you a million dollars. We get shit for not going out and doing enough stuff out in public, and then we want to do it. We're not allowed to. So Maybe we could change the name of it to, like, Sodas and Smiles. Be, like, tricky. Sodas and Songs. Sodas and Songs. Yes. Maybe. Why did you give it such a lame name? Well, because to call cocktails costs you a million dollars. But then we'll just put, like, Jack in the soda. Jack and Coke goes great together. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hard soda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. They do have those. So anyway, so we're working on it, but that was kind of the explanation that, uh, you know, I got for, for things. So on the case, trying to make it happen. Hopefully we'll have some good news coming up here this year. Uh, one of the most controversial controversial topics that we got into today was, do you like the ass end of bread? Oddly enough, about 39 to 40% of people do. They will eat that loaf. And uh, people had said, too, it's a nice protector to keep your bread soft. And there are people that uh, use them to make croutons. 
Apparently, it's great for that. Okay. And uh, Sean said, I love the butt end of bread. Uh, toasted, cut in half with fish sticks, cabbage, onions, and homemade tartar sauce. It's the most offensive email we've gotten all week. <laughs> all right. I guess people are still buying fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Fish sticks, just. If you say it quick, it sounds like fish dicks, mm-hmm. which yeah. no one wants to eat a fish dick. Yeah. Fish but sticks, one, one of them, them meals, I loved them as a kid. Loved and, them. And as an adult, it makes, me, it makes my stomach flip. Well, now you know what's in a fish stick. So you're like, no, if I want to get fish, I'm just going to get fish. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get a fish stick. It's processed. Yeah. It's like butts and guts. It, it smells like bad cat. <laughs> bad cat. How many times would you say you've had bad cat in your days of catting around? Honestly, I feel very fortunate. Not to say it's never happened before, but very fortunate to where it's not been a a, a major deal. More than one, less than five. Definitely less than five. Okay, that's oh my good. Gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's why when it stands out, you're like. <laughs> Meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could have been talking about the animal. You don't know. <laughs> what is a food that you love most as a kid that you do not eat today? If it were not so fattening as a kid, I love freaking pot pies, man. They they still are good. I mean, because that chicken gravy that they have in there, I remember mm. I, I'd eat two of them at a time. Yeah, the, it's so good. Oh, it was so good. And I, I would take them and I'd mash them up in a bowl and I'd eat it like that. Thick oh, chicken Flaky gravy. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, it's man. good stuff. CR Chicks does a good one. They, they have a, a, a very good pot pie. You can still good, good, uh, get good pot pies. See, that's a, a childhood food that still tastes good as an adult. You still eat it because it's heavy. I would eat gross shit. Vienna sausage out of oh, the can. That's gnarly. Salami and then I put rel- like that hamburger relish and roll them up and just pop them in my mouth. It, it, gnarly shit, man. Do you know what potted meat is? Yes. Yeah. I had a neighbor that ate potted meat sandwiches and I thought it was the most disgusting thing. This is also the neighbor that loved bologna. I didn't. I never got bologna either. I went through a phase where I would eat raw cheese dogs. Not even cook the hot dog. Take them out of the package and just eat the cold, cold? cheese dog. And I loved the way it tasted. Ooh. And thinking about that makes me want to kick my six-year-old ass. It sounds like a do-it-bitch punishment. It you got to eat a raw hot dog. Oh, no, don't make me. But it's the ones with the cheese, though. Did Fat Kevin like the hot dogs with cheese in, inside of it? Inside of it, yeah. That was that, a that big was deal. That was a delicacy, yeah. I mean, that was, you knew big things were happening in our house if we had that. That was That came out in our childhood. It did. Because they didn't always have that. And then all of a sudden, Big Linda discovered it. And she was like, you're not going to believe what's in the inside of these hot dogs now. And I was like, what? She's like, cheese. What? It was a... Big. It was a big the innovation. Big fucking deal in the Paddington household when that happened and then when uh, McNuggets came out. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> McNuggets was a big thing. Yeah, there's some good stuff. I don't know if right now I'd be able to do the raviolis. And I used to love the oh, Chef Boyardee. Oh, the Boy Chef Boyardee. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I, I really liked uh, the big ones. Yep. Too. I had a big, big, small. They had two different sizes. The square one with all of the beef inside of it. Is that the one you're talking yes. about? Oh, it's so gross. 
So gross. I used I to got love so it. sick on them. Did you? Yes. I bet. Canned beef. I'm just never going to be down with that. No. I mean, what the hell was I doing? Well, well, there's so many crazy. kids in the 80s were raised on SpaghettiOs and all the meat I in the can. I SpaghettiOs was gnarly. I don't know why. It was too much of the sauce, and that sauce tasted weird. It, My it, mom would never get it for us because it was way more expensive than making spaghetti at home. Oh, You're right. God. The sauce had a little bit of a vomity smell to yes, it. it. It was did. weird, man. It was. And, and the sauce on the SpaghettiOs was really thin and soupy. Yes. It wasn't a little thicker. Chef Boyardee, even as gross as it was, their meatballs looked like that sick gray E.T. You know, E.T. It just looked not, <laughs> but it tasted fucking good. It yeah. Was, it was good tasting. Yeah. Horrible for you, but good. I just think back now and like my mom didn't buy all that processed stuff, not because she wasn't like she didn't want to get it, but she couldn't afford it. Mm. For her, it was cheaper to make spaghetti and meatballs and then serve us that. That's good. You got lucky. Then the can of the processed crap. Mm -hmm. I think I feel like I did get lucky. Luckily poor. Yeah. The other thing, too, that was kind of like the cheese hot dog, cherry Pepsi and cherry Coke wasn't always available as a no. little kid. And then when that hit the shelves, we lost our minds on that. I never, we never had soda in my house, ever. Oh, gosh. Never. I, I, th- I, I'm, I don't think I'm making this up, but I'm almost certain my mom and Ann found a store that sold four liters of soda. <laughs> it was the biggest bottle yeah, of Yeah, right. They went and, for it. And it was so shitty tasting, but it was orange and grape, and we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my soda was rationed. We had the glass bottles of Pepsi Free. And I remember when I got back from my paper out, my dad would take something and etch a line in the bottle, and I could only drink down to that line. And I remember just getting that line and being so sad. Being, oh, man, that's it for the day. I know. I used to do that with my McDonald's. I'd, I, I'd always get two cheeseburgers, and by the, the last one, I'd only I'd eat it and go real slow with the bites because I didn't want it mm, to end. Yeah. And seeing the sandwich end and the meal Sadness. almost over, yeah. it really did. It, it yeah. stung. You wanted to start all over again. <laughs> yes. That's why he orders so much takeout now. It is. Food anxiety. I, I really do. You'll never be sad again. Well, I just. I've been in a situation where you order something and it's shitty and there's nothing else around and now you're just stuck with a shitty meal with no options. I don't, I don't like being there. He has a backup yeah. and a backup for the backup. Mm-hmm. She's seen me. I've seen him. Yeah. You know, looking at the pot pie, this is what jumps out at me. Calorie-wise, it's not terrible. If you look at the Marie Callender's. Chicken pot pie, you get six hundred ten calories. But what size? Because they got a they got a big fucking family size one. It says two hundred eighty three <laughs> grams. That doesn't mean much to me, but it looks like the standard size of pot pie. Whatever that is. You got is. a picture up there? Yeah. So that's go over there and bring what it on is Kevin. On the box. <laughs> that's. Yeah, I don't know what the circumference would be or that's, whatever. That's, that's little kid shit. Right it's the there. mini. Yeah, that's that's when you just are trying to. Okay. Now they told us like, okay, yeah, 610 calories, not bad. 75 grams of saturated fat. 
Whoa. 75 grams. <laughs> 75, that's 75% of your daily value of saturated fat in one little ass kid pot pie. Hey, here's a lard pie. It's really what it is. Suck on this lard that's pie. That's why it's so good. Chicken <laughs> fat pie. Yes. It is. It's chicken fat pie. Yeah. But they are, they are good, though. There are some really good ones. You'd probably make a great one. You can make it. You can make uh, I would hate it, but you can make your own. Uh, Aqua crustacean kind. I could. I could make a seafood pie. Mm-hmm. I could make any kind of chicken pot pie. That'd be yummy. Oh, I love anything in a crust. Ooh, what about yeah. a, a pizza pot pie? <gasps> totally. Ooh. ooh. I, if, if, if it's too hard, you don't think you could do it, don't worry about we it. We got to do the trail mix off first because I already bought all the good ingredients for that. I figured you guys didn't really want to try my sicky trail mix. I, I figured I'd wait until <laughs> I get a little bit. I appreciate that. By the time you bring it, it's going to be stale mix. My trail, my trail six. Why is it got snot on it, Kev? Yeah, you don't. You don't That's want. not a wasabi pee. <laughs> it's a booger. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait on the trail mix off, but that is exciting. I got all the supplies. I'm ready to go. Can you at least tell me how many items you have, or you're not comfortable giving me that kind of information? I think I have about eight. Whoa. I think I have about eight. And... No chocolate. Wow. You're not going to do chocolate in yours? I am not putting chocolate in my trail mix. Like you don't want to be good? Well, (laughs) I don't think I need it. What was that one bit where she brought all this food in and she made it and we never did the bit on the air? And I said, I take all That's the- happened a couple of times. <laughs> what was the last one? You kept making it. There was so much food and I don't think Kevin talked about it once. What was that? It was recent. The chat room will know. We, we, we made so You were very excited about it. Was it when I knocked the station off the air? It might have been. I, <laughs> I, I, oh, we had, we had to talk about that one. That was different. <laughs> that was a different fucked up thing. I don't remember. I what, can't remember like, either. Uh, so many beers ago. Olives. The olive beer. Oh, the olive <laughs> cook-off. Oh, or the olive taste. The olive taste. Oh, no, we did that. You and, hated it. Yeah, Jaber didn't like it, and it. Kind of really fell flat quick, and so we just kind of moved on. Well, I brought in all these special olives for him to taste. Yeah, no, we did that. He t- hated the first one. Well, yeah. I love you guys, but I did not like <laughs> Yeah, Virginia's so excited about it. I'm like, oh, you don't like olives. And then, yeah, he tried him. He's like, I hate him. And then I was like, okay. It sucked. <laughs> I don't know how much I was supposed well. to do. Should I, should I prolong my hatred? Mm, yeah. Yes, I really yeah. think this one I, fucking I sucks. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if they're going to work, but we'll give it a try. Here's uh, something else, snack-wise. Uh, Echo said, uh, this is uh, very important information for Jaybird. Mother's Cookies has a new product. Cookies molded like mermaids, dragons, sea monsters, and unicorns. Sadly, no Bigfoot, but it's the sparkling mythical creatures cookies that you can get. Ooh, did those look good to you, Virginia? Those are just animal crackers that are frosted. I don't get down with those. I wonder if it's more of a niche thing. I don't know if they're going to tell. I try them, but I'm not going in there with a good attitude of taste. Okay. If those are just the frosted animal crackers, I don't love them. I'm kind of with the witch. I like when a cookie explodes in my mouth. Yeah? He likes cookie cum. I like cookie cum. I do, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I had some from. I'll give. I'll give a shout out to Joseph Classic Market. I had some of their chocolate chip peanut butter cookies, and it was one of the. I bought a box of them, and I could not stop. I tried to stop eating them. It was one of those ones where you. 15 minutes into a show, all the cookies are gone. Yeah, they're bakery slaps. They, they have a good bakery. They do. They have. They go. They do the work. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be cheap. But it's going to be delicious. But you can taste a difference in quality in a bakery like that. Freshness. I'm telling you. It, it's all about the freshness. Bread, pastries, mm-hmm. cookies, cakes. Yeah. That freshness really does make a big difference. Yeah. The Europeans really have it right. A lot of them go grocery shop every day so yep. they get what they want for the day they'll walk out with a loaf of french bread and things like that and then at the end of the day it's you know it's gone and then they'll go back and then they'll get their fresh vegetables and everything they need for the next day no well, preservatives right. no frozen crap hey look so some of us in the states go to the grocery store every day too so. i love i i go to the grocery store usually per meal if I'm going to make a big meal, I go get okay. everything fresh to make it that yeah. day or the day before. I'm at the grocery store a lot. Mm. A lot. And right now I'm kind of looking I'm looking for I'm chopping around trying to find a new Publix to go to. Interesting. You know yeah. like the old one? You know they all have the same stuff. <laughs> they do not. That's a fucking lie. That is <laughs> I'm here to set the record straight. It, they do not. That's why I'm shopping around for a new a I new... used to go to the one a lot by your house, the one closest to you, the one you're probably talking about. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I uh the I'm, one by the crazy horse. They're, they're lacking some things. I I'm not trying to dox anybody, but I I've had better experiences at better publixes. Dang. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I have. All right. They're not all created equal, I guess. Look, I used to think they were, but it's just there's been a lot of inconsistency, and uh, I'm just mm-hmm. looking to I'm, I'm looking for a new girl. Wonder if that is a management issue because I would assume otherwise most publicans would probably stock about the exact same products. I'm wondering how much they're allowed to make their own choices and say you want a certain hot sauce or whatever that people keep asking for. It if you're a public and you're a manager, do you have that freedom to say this one? We're going to stock this item. They've told me before that they do have that power. Now, it's got to be an item that is in their repertoire, maybe at other stores or whatever. They okay. can say they want it at that store. It's from their list they could choose from. But that would make sense because let's say you have uh, maybe a higher concentration of a certain ethnic population at one location. Absolutely. Then you would definitely want to carry some of those products. Oh, that's why I love going to the Publix over there. Belvedere. East, mm-hmm. they have so many fun choices that they don't have at my Tequesta Publix. They have like a whole hot bar with uh, croquetas. Yeah, they do mm-hmm. not have that at my I, Publix. I, was there, I think it was John, who's one of the managers there. He said, "Hey, to me last time I was in that one. Oh, Just I, don't. I get down with them croquetas. Don't buy ice cream. I'm not sure it's going to make the travel to Tequesta. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah." And uh, we got uh, Dan sent us an email. I said, what up, my Pete? I have one of those words that you guys have gravitated to in the last couple of months that is getting overdone. Wonky. At the beginning of Tuesday's show, Kevin said it once and then Virginia said it twice. A couple weeks ago, all three of you said it within a two-minute section. <laughs> There's a wonky Dan in the pizzle. Okay, wonky. Well, hey, look, if Dan from the pizzle hates it, we got to stop doing it. 
I do like wonky right now for some reason. I'm yeah. using it a fair amount. He's right. Different things come in and out of our lives. You phase in words, you phase them out. Nope. Dan from Port St. Lucie doesn't like it. We gotta get we gotta get fucking rid of it. Wonky and the one that Mags taught me, boof. If it's boof. Boof. That is just like What is boof? Like it, boofo toad? It is fucked up. If uh, it's boof, it means it's like this thing is jacked. It is not proper. It is not doing it right. It did not come correct. I will buy you guys breakfast or lunch next time. Whenever you want it, it's on the bird. If either one of you can tell me what movie from the 80s Boof is from. Boof? It's from an 80s movie? It's from an 80s movie. Boof was the person's name. Boof. Want to go out with Boof? Boof. She likes you. Nothing. Nothing? Pretty in pink. No. I, I'm glad you're guessing. No. I, I will say it is one of, uh, it, it's a bird type movie. Okay. Um, don't tell I, mom I don't the babysitter's know, I'm, I'm dad. Of, I'm thinking of an 80s movie I haven't seen. Is it, is it Virginia's answer? It's de- No, Virginia's wrong, oh, as always. <laughs> Heathers. Nope. Teen Wolf. Ah. Uh, uh, gosh, I haven't seen that movie. You would hate it. You'd okay. fuck it. I would so not... Ask you to ever watch that? <laughs> Did Suits watch that one? I don't know. If Did he... you watch Team Wolf Suits? You like he's, he? Oh, hated he that. hated it. <laughs> he hated it. He didn't like it. That's right. <laughs> he really hated Team Wolf. <laughs> he thought it was Boof. Yeah, it just. I get it. Okay. It uh, really a lot of those movies I did love as a kid. I, Teen Wolf. It's kind of a shitty movie. Really? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It is good. But I don't think I've seen it since I was in high school. I get why somebody would not like it if they did not grow up in that time. Yeah, I bet his costume looks terrible now, where he turns into the wolf. That would be the one thing I say they nailed. I did thought. It look yeah, good? I think they okay. did a great job on makeup. Uh-huh. I just think the concept of a, a Teen Wolf. There's holes. In the story, really. I, well, what I think I remember because I think uh, when it came out, I was actually playing basketball at the time. And you know, when you are in something, you see how they do it. And I'm like, you can't do that. That's not, no way. It's why it's tough for me to watch baseball movies at time. I go, there's three outs in an inning, not two, yeah, not five. Right. And it starts to, you know. They blow up the. Yeah, regular parts of it. I got you. All right. Well, if you hear us reusing a word more frequently than we should, you may. Call us out on it. Send in your emails, mail at kvjshow.com. You'll have a great Wednesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.